Welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast, encouraging women to become better disciples of Jesus. Every week we hear from women just like us that are being intentional to know Jesus more and to make Him known. Here's your host, Carmen Halsey. Hi, ladies, and welcome to this week's Priority Now podcast. I don't know if you're snowed in, but where I'm recording today, the snow is coming down and it feels kind of cozy being here in the house right now. So so I, I hope it's sunshine and warm by the time you're hearing this podcast. But um, today I've asked Lindsay Weiniger, your state WMU president. A lot of you guys know her. She's been on before. We want to talk to you a little bit about what's coming up this year at Priority. Good morning, Lindsay. Hello. How's it going? Good. Lindsay, tell them what you told me when I said, are you snowed in? <laughs> I said, well, I'm as snowed in as you can be when your husband has a plow on the front of his truck. But I always joke, it's just like, you know, the carpenter's house is never fixed. The uh, snow plower's house is never plowed. So I am, as you could say, snowed in for sure. I love it. I love it. Well, Lindsay, we already had this call on, right, to schedule or to, to record this podcast because we want it, We want the ladies to hear the vision that God's give us and where priority is going. It's really the same vision that we've had for priority. How do we train and how do we equip women? But I think he's given us a fresh way to see where women are right now and what that training and equipping needs to look like. And I'm sitting here with notes all around me because I'm snowed in, but I knew it would be a good work time too, just to, to be productive. So, so this topic is definitely at my fingertips. That's why I'm glad you're with us because I think we can unpack our thoughts. Um, and ladies, again, if you're listening, if you've never been to Priority, it is a time for leaders. Any woman can come, but it is a time for God to meet you and, and you know, for that practical training and equipping to give you tools to do the work that he's called you to do. And work that he's called us to do is just life you know, just our lives, our marriages, our parenting, you know, it's, it's, it's all of it, how we manage snowstorms, you know, it's, it's all of it. But for some of you guys that's been to priority before, we're back. This is our year. We're back with educational breakouts and you want to be there. And that's by far the number one feedback that we get, Lindsay, from ladies that have come to priority, that it's the breakouts that make the, that have the biggest impact on them and that, you know, takeaways. And so Lindsay, I'm going to, I'm going to let you talk for a minute and let you just kind of take the lead on some of the conversation, you know, of um, what, what do you want the ladies to know about this year and some of what we're talking about? Sure. Uh, my experience with Priority basically started is like, that's how I kind of connected in with the Illinois Baptist women is I went to Priority a few years back and I reached out to you and I was like, hey, I see God moving here. I want to join in. I want to do something to help. I want to get in there so that I can learn something. But also a community creates compassion, creates growth, creates ability for God's people. And I think Priority cultivates that beautifully. I, I love the fact that we do get to fill our cups a little bit, but also uh, just metaphorically, we get to pour out a little bit in other people's lives as well. And that was what priority has just attached to my soul and made it such a huge part of my growth in my Illinois Baptist women world. I mean, I, it's it's so vital. I just, I love the part that it plays and I love what it creates and the outlets and the growth that it creates for the women across the state. So, and I'm excited to see how it can impact people outside of the state too. I think that that's beautiful. You know, of course you talk to a lot of women and I get to talk to a lot of women and frequently I know churches will use this as a women's conference or, you know, kind of their getaway or I call it a jump start. Maybe they're getting ready to launch something. And that's fine. That definitely if that's what they want to use it, because right. it's like we're bringing a tool that it's indoors, something that they can trust, that they can utilize however they want to use it for their for their church. Right. I think a woman always goes into a conference like this is like, 
what am I going to glean off of this? What am I going to glean off of this? And I think that we almost need to switch our brains just a smidge and just remember that this is God using us. Have the mentality and the idea like, oh, God's getting ready to do something big. I think that it's vital to have women amongst each congregation there because God's work's going to get done one way or another. And it's so important that we hear it, be a part of it, jump into it, be equipped and be ready to listen and to hear and what more is to be in tune with his word. And that's what they teach you. But also, it also equips people that don't think they're leaders, but it Mm. develops them into something that they didn't even know was possible. And I think that is another great quality that a woman going to priority, a woman going to priority can can discover. Mm, That's good, because you're right, it never fails there. We identify leaders out of that conference, which means the church has leaders. And, you know, when we talk about leaders, um, we're talking about influence, right? We all have influence and how are we leveraging it? And I was just talking with somebody earlier today and I said, you know, priority, what we want to be known for is it's true training and equipping. We'll speak to leadership capacity, you know, and like you said, it's all embedded in good, solid teaching, a time just to get refreshed, you know, networking, fun times, you know, the girl fun, but solid Bible teaching. But I said, it's not just about big vision, leadership capacity. It's the practical. How do you how do you get tools for your toolbox to do life with what God's bringing into your church? And, and I think that's what people have experienced in the past with priority, that it's like, I didn't even know this was a thing until I heard about it at priority. And right. then um, once their eyes were open to it, if and when, it's typically when God brought it across the doorstep of their church, they were more equipped that they weren't so um, shell-shocked by it, but they also knew how they could lean in because they They may not have been doing that particular ministry or had the tools, but they knew who to reach out to. Their ears had heard it. So they weren't just they weren't just lost anymore. They knew that they knew that they could reach back out to somebody. Absolutely. Two examples, Lindsay, just today, you know, ladies, just to give you a glimpse of how the community works. You know, this is how we work together. I got an email about 30 minutes before this call that um, from from one of us, an Illinois Baptist woman who her church has got some money together um, for Bibles for prisons. And she reached out like, Carmen, do you have a list of chaplains? And and instead of emailing, you know, I picked up the phone and gave her a call because I wanted to understand the vision. And here's what she said, dear friend, dear sister. She said, you know, I don't know much about prison ministry other than I went for a visit once because in the past we did some site visits to prisons down in Arkansas. And she went, she said, but truthfully, Carmen, I've never really even came in contact with a prisoner except for now there's this, this, the church, somebody's give this money that want to put Bibles in the hands. And and they asked me to take the lead. And she said, I'm at a season I could say, God, I've done my things, but he's stretching me and I'm leaning in. And then she told me this. She said, I've never touched anybody, but she says, you know, Carmen, I work at a food bank and some of these guys that we're getting to know that are coming in to get food, I'm learning they're part of a work program. And Carmen, this work program, they're they're out, part of their pro. And um, her and I got to have a good moment because I told her, I said, isn't that what Henry Blackaby would say? God brings the resources way before he brings the work. It's just we have to be aware, you know, when, when he's when he's bringing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I 100% agree. Lindsay, go ahead and jump in. Let's um, we, we know that we're bringing we're, we're looking at some specific groups of women with these breakouts. Anybody can come. Right. The breakouts are going to be good. You'll have your broad topics. We'll, we'll go to the hard things. We'll talk about um, things that are bothering women. We'll go to sexual discipleship issues. Right. We'll talk about some of the gender identity issues that's creating such hard times for parents, you know, to parent their children and know, you know how to love them, you know, in the midst of some of those decisions. How can a church enter into some of those conversations? 
conversations. You know, how do we walk with a woman who's experiencing loneliness? And what, what do we do with this anxiety? So yes, marriage, parenting, all those things will be there. You know, and you'll get to see a list of breakouts listed on our website, hopefully by the end of next week. But this year, um, Lindsay, we know God has directed us to specifically go after five individual groups of women that may or may not be believers and really utilize priority as a training equipping event, but also as an evangelistic outreach because of the quality of training that we do. And I want you to go ahead and share that with the ladies, because I'm hoping they know people that God brings to mind that they're already thinking, I've got to get these people invited or get them to priority. Absolutely. We are so excited to really help develop, basically, I want to say five different kinds of women, but they're not different kinds of women. They just they feel specialized in five different areas. There's obviously so many more, but the main areas that we're excited to talk through this year are healthcare. We're going into discipleship. We're going into like a writer's workshop. We're going into parenting and we're going into business and entrepreneurship. A lot of those things, there will be specialties in each of those items, but it's so valuable to really just capture the idea that you have your brain is wired in a way that uh, like a nurse, their brain is wired in a way that healthcare is what they know, it's what they do. But more importantly, it's where God's called them. And this is what we can do to help equip you for those moments when God's calling you out to do something specific in that field. Entrepreneurs, I am familiar with this one. God's <laughs> called us in this industry for a reason for a purpose and yes there are a lot of tips and tricks to be a godly entrepreneur but it's also god's place it's there for a reason and how do we identify those things those things that god's you know shining the light on writers the same way and parenting oh big one so these all are different treks but they're all basically working with the mindset of women in these treks to better their skill and also to find how god's using them in that particular area of life. And I think that with the people that we have working in each one of these areas, I mean, God's at work. He's working big time. He's working overtime. I know Carmen, you see it and I can see it um, on this side of priority, but I'm excited to see where he's going to move once people start you know, being a part of these breakouts and utilizing the the skills that they learn and also just diving in with the community of people that they meet while they're there. Women are so excited about the breakouts, me included. I love the breakouts, but I like just being around like-minded women. It's like invigorating to be around other small business owners. So let alone being around Christ following small business owners is going to be like a rocket ship. Like I'm so excited about that. What better way to grow is when when you can do it with other women that, you know, love the Lord and, you know, have a drive like you do. I'm excited. I get I get giddy inside talking about it. That's good. But see, I like the excitement because it's the shared vision, right? It's not just one person thinks this is a fit. And that's, that's what we're experiencing as we're talking to women. And, you know, Lindsay, what women need to understand, you know, if you're listening, we're talking to you, we're talking to us too. Women are integrated into every aspect of the church, right? So every aspect of the church. And a lot of times when we think of leveraging our influence of leadership, we think of an org chart. We've all been taught org charts. Well, who has the title of authority? And what we need to realize, it's like what you said, Lindsay, wherever God has us, Yes, we lead down if we're in a position of authority. You know, if you're a parent, you have your children. Or, but, um, but more importantly, and I think probably more often, we lead out to our peers or we lead up. 
you know, that influence gets to flow both ways. So when you think of everywhere God has women, at when when we learn, everybody's learning because it spills out because we, we leverage that. It's not like we take those tools home and sit on them. We've just brought that back into the church if and when those things are those things are needed. And when we talk about these affinities, you said it best. They could go to a lot of places and get training. And they do. They do. And we realize that healthcare workers have to go get training. Small business owners, they need to know how to operate that business. Writers, they're wanting, you know, they're wanting to create that platform. So we know they go get training. We think what we bring different is we'll do the quality training to get, you know, that that they go home with real practical things that's going to make a difference in their life and keep them coming back. We'll stay fresh and keep them coming back. But we bring the context. We put it in context of exactly what you just said, Lindsay. How do they use that realizing God's put them in a posture for um, to be light, to be salt? And what does it look like to be that courageous leader to maybe speak some things through your writing that um, need to be spoken, but coming from a heart of love? And I think that's what, well, I don't think, I'm going to say it with confidence. That's what priority brings. We talk hard things in a safe environment where we can we can um, make us aware of things that are going on, you know, in our culture. And, um, and I say, when we make aware, we rip the scales off, right? It hurts sometimes, but it also lets us know that we're not going at this alone. And then it gives us some tools if and when this comes to our doorstep, this is what we can do. When we equip those women, However many churches just participated just got stronger because it's like God's packed up an Amazon box, right? And said, here's your kit because I'm sending, I'm sending them back in that that's going to support that pastor and support the ministry that that church is doing or what God's going to do through that church in their local communities. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Ladies, some of you guys have participated in a lot of our leadership and, you know, events and training. And I talk about that a lot. And I don't want this to be, you know, I don't want to talk leadership today, but it is. I mean, it, you know, it is, it is what it is. But I, we, we are going to ask you to help us today. You know, we're, we're hoping we'll see you at Priority this year. You know, this is pandemic is over. A lot of these folks that we're talking about, especially our healthcare workers, and that's kind of where I want to lean in a little bit, you know, as we have a few minutes left, especially our healthcare workers um, and our educators, they're tired, they are weary, and they are worn. And, um, you know, I'm talking with the healthcare system right now with some training opportunities. And, and one of the things I told them only because I heard it from somebody else in a church context that allowed me to transfer. And that's an example of how of our influence, God just lets us use things to bring a different influence. You know, unless a nurse has worked in the military, not many of us have been trained for war. Mm-hmm. We're trained for critical care, right? But we've not been trained for war. And they, they, they're experiencing war and the war's not let up. And, and some of them's not made it. And, you know, some of them have fell by the wayside. Or I heard somebody say the other day, they're just dying on the vine. And that was our heartbeat to go after them. And it's like, th- these are our people. These are our people. These are the women. All of our churches have healthcare people. All of us have healthcare people in our communities. And so this is why we wanted to go there to say, how do we bring some good training, but also hit some of those, what we're calling soul care issues, right? How to help equip them to maybe um, kind of recoup or um, rediscover some energy or um, be able to process some of those emotions that they've dealt with walking through, you know, walking through a pandemic. They have been places some of us can't even imagine as they've sat at bedsides and, you know, it's changing from minute to minute. I know we had Jennifer Crothers on a past podcast when she, you know, helped us get a picture through the eyes of a, of a healthcare worker. Um, I think one of the words she used was the long haulers. 
you know, the patients that have been on those ventilators 40, 50 days, you know, and families not being able to be there. And, and we may think we're coming out the other side of that, and we hope we are. But what about all these people that's lived it now? How do we come alongside them? And that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing when we say we have a healthcare track. So bring those people. We need you to rally the troops if they're in the church, in your community. Call us if you need help getting them there. You know, bring them because we've designed, we've designed a track, especially for them. And they'll get continuing ed. So as a nurse, they'll get some of those continuing ed hours. And what I love is priority falls the end of April. And I think that relicensure for RNs is in May this year. So some of those will be right in track, you know, with recertifications. But that's a example of you know some of what we some of what we have planned and then of course robust exhibit halls and you know so that you have a chance to go face to face with some of these uh, ministry partners to that you're not just getting tools but you get to build the relationships because I don't think there's anything like a relationship on the other end of the phone absolutely that's probably what I loved most about at priority is you know if I have a question after the end of a breakout I can just talk to the breakout leader it is just that personable and it's relational it's all about helping each other grow. And I, from what I already know that's happening this year, it's going to not going to be any different. It's that's what it's created for. It's created for growth and connection. And it's, we're not, mm-hmm. we're not lacking this year for sure. I love that about your personality, Lindsay, and you represent, you represent your generation though. It's like, I, I don't have to take somebody's word for it. I can go directly and talk to that person and ask the question and, and they're there for that. That's why yeah. they're there, you know, is for that, you know, so we all need to have that attitude. I was talking to um, not Richard Blackaby, um, but Rick, his sidekick that travels with him, the vice president. I was talking to him, I think it was yesterday and we were making arrangements for the, you know, for the conference. And Richard is just a good guy. Can I say that? He's just a good guy and he's very smart, but just his experiences where God has had him, you know, I mean, it amazes me, but, you know, just as God gave the privilege for me to sit under him just for a little while, you know, over a weekend, um, there's something personal when that person leverages their experience into you and you're not one of a thousand, right? In the group, you're one of whatever. And that's what priority does. It gives you a chance that that you you get to go face to face with those people. Um, there might be a thousand ladies in an auditorium, but when you're face to face with them in a breakout or an exhibit hall, you've just you've just gained what you can't get off of a podcast, right? That you can't get off of a Zoom call. You get to go and and meet that person, and you can lean in and ask that you know you can ask that question. And I've heard so many people go home with contact information with so many of our speakers that have built relationships that ministries have spurred on ministries way beyond priority. In some ways, I think too. I mean, it, it provides you a way, like it provides this feeling that you've been heard, but you haven't even talked. <laughs> Because I think it just relates to you so well on a spiritual level that uh, it's just like you're you're like, I didn't even have to say anything. And I felt so identified with that that I didn't even have to have to say a word. But I feel so heard and, you know, encouraged by it. So that's really good. I'm writing that down, Lindsay. You just spurred on a thought of another project that I'm working on. I'm like, that is so, so good. See, this is what it means when God just lets us talk and we learn from each other. He just, the Holy Spirit brings out moments. All right, well, Lindsay, we're going to wrap it up. Like I said, this week, I just wanted to have some time talking around some of those affinities that are going to be there. Ladies, we are using this week's podcast as a little bit of a commercial, a little bit of a, you know, a promotional spot there. So again, let me remind you, we want you to come, you know, and we're asking that your church is can simulcast it and we want you to. But if there's any way that one or two of you, the leaders from your church can join us in person, we want you to join us in person this year. We want you to, to be in those breakouts and let us get to, you know, let us get 
to connect there as um, as leaders. And I want you to know this. I've been asked this question over and over, and it's not new, and it happens. They're like, well, Carmen, can churches outside our churches come? And um, they do every year. They they do every year. So wherever your church is in your community, we, we find that there's a lot of women's leadership, a lot of women's groups, a lot of churches across our state, especially they're looking for that opportunity to go, you know, to go and, and to plug back in and just get refreshed. Priority could be that for them this year, you know, coming out of a pandemic, but they're welcome. They are welcome there, right? So feel free to invite some of those other churches in your neck of the woods and um, because there's, there's room. And we look at it like the more training and equipping we can do that's based on the Bible, that we know that those speakers are coming and, you know, and we don't have to worry about the, the worldview that they're bringing into it. Um, we know that's going to help the kingdom, right? Church with a church with a big C. So, yeah. all right, Lindsay, registration, they can look at our website. They can um, look for IBSA priority. They can come to ibsa.org backslash women and find information on priority. Any lasting words you'd want to say to any of our, specifically into, um, I'm going to, I'm going to ask you to talk to your generation that maybe, maybe they were the Lindsay three years ago. That's never discovered it. Or they're thinking, I don't need to go this year. I think especially us, like even any age mom off of this pandemic, it's just so easy to stay at home and find a reason to do it virtually. But they're just like going to church on Sunday. There's something so vital and so enriching. And it's what God calls us to do is to fellowship with other believers. And oh, how rejuvenating it could be to your soul. If you if you come and be a part of that, we will find ways to get people there it's just so powerful on an individual level on, you know, your, your individual community churches level and the big C churches level across the state for women. I, I still connect with women, you know, daily from all over the state. And I just can't, I can't encourage it enough. It's so powerful for the soul. You know, just as you were talking, I'm reminded because you said the parenting and the women, and that's one of the things that they're going to see spotlighted through our breakouts. Folks are looking for alternatives to education. They're struggling. You know, um, it's not one size fits all. And they've tried all kinds of different things. But where the parents struggling is we've heard from a lot of women, our our, our kids, they, they know they've fell behind. Nobody has to tell them. They know they fell behind. And so that's an example of some of what you'll see through the breakouts. We'll have some of those conversations. But just that we make people aware of what's out there, not to say you should do this or you should do this, but we'll make them aware of, of different options for education or how they, and, and help them maybe walk it to customize one for their kids. So so that's a, that's a perfect segue. When you get to customize your priority experience the way that you want to. I'm a business owner. I'm a mom. I'm a writer. I am, you know, I do these things too, and I'm going to build it exactly how I want it, but it's going to touch on areas that I'm passionate about, which is even better. I'm writing that down. That needs to be our promo. Customize your priority experience. That's good, Lindsay. My marketing one on one. Yeah, but that's what we do. You know, the odor I get, I do that. It's like, I'll go and I'll, I'll pay and I'll do the trap wherever I'm going. But I don't want everything that they're offering. I go in and I pick what I want, but it's worth everything I invested to go get that one thing. But I'm confident enough to say, I don't need to have all that. You're exactly right. That's what priority does. It's going to, you get to pick and choose and make it, make it yours. So that's good. Ladies, if you're not connected, get connected to the community. You know, you can find us on Facebook at Illinois Baptist Women. Follow us on Instagram at Illinois Baptist Women. Or again, you could check out our website at ibsa.org backslash women. We're not meant to do it alone. The community is stronger if you're there. And God always has the resources that are needed for you to do what he's called you to do. If it's not in your basket, 
he's putting you at the table with somebody who has it in their basket and they're willing to share. That's why we want you connected to the to the community. So we're hoping to have a great weekend. We're doing our podcast now every two weeks. So we'll see you back here in two weeks. And you're going to see me spotlighting. I'm getting ready to bring in um, some writers because we know a lot of you guys have a dream or an aspiration to write. Some of you guys are writers. We want to, for you to be able to hear from other people that God has called into that ministry lane so that um, it might spur you on. You can learn for, from each other. But there's also another group of people that I say might have a book in them, but they don't want to write. <laughs> and you know, and that and that's where you're going to see us go with this writers conference too. What happens if you got something to say but you have no interest in writing the book, right? Because I'm learning as as an older woman, it's not always about our elbow grease right now. We just we just share some of our life experiences with somebody behind us. And isn't that funny that I say I'm learning that and that's exactly what God has taught us all along as discipleship, right? <laughs> love it. I love it. But anyway. All right. Lindsay, any last words to the ladies? Any mamas out there with all this snow, go make yourself some uh, ice cream, snow ice cream. That's my goal this afternoon. Beware. It's going to be that's a crazy good. afternoon. <laughs> that's my that's final awesome. words. snow ice cream. And if you do, text me a picture of it, ladies, so I can see your creation. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. All <laughs> right. Well, we're going to sign out then and we'll say we'll see you in two weeks back here on the Priority Now podcast. You've been listening to the Priority Now podcast with host Carmen Halsey. Resources mentioned today are listed in the episode notes in the podcast app. Stay connected with us through social media and our website, ibsa.org slash women.